<laughs> so annoying. All right. Hey guys, I'm Fiorella. I'm Tatiana, and this, this is, is the Less of Me podcast. podcast. Finally, <laughs> um, welcome. <laughs> Sorry, we're trying to do that intro a million times. We're gonna have to get used to it. Um, but thank you so much for joining and listening to our podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about boundaries, specifically boundaries within friendships. And yeah, we're going to jump right into it with Hebrews 12.1. Yep. So, so in Hebrews 12.1, it states, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that is easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Mm-hmm. So one of the, this Bible verse really encouraged us to really speak about boundaries because so many times we are in our walk with the Lord and we are being weighed down by not having boundaries, by maybe friendships, families. Specifically, we're going to speak about friendships today and how our many times the friendships that we have could actually weigh us down and be a burden to us that takes us like not closer to god but may weigh us and pull us away from god Mm -hmm. um and how we can put place boundaries in order to not like lose a friendship but a healthy boundary because boundaries have this um the word boundaries people just believe off the back that it's just an unhealthy thing that is something that okay i'm placing a boundary so i have to avoid them and that is really not the case mm-hmm. um which leads us to the next um the next bible verse in matthew and in matthew it states for my yoke is easy and my burden is light so how can you be a friend for somebody if you don't know how to place healthy boundaries and help one another grow in the in your race with the Lord. Mm-hmm. If you just don't know how to place boundaries in general, or you have unhealthy boundaries, which you're going to speak upon. Yeah, absolutely. And that verse too, like you have to let the Lord carry that load because it's impossible to be a human in human relationships where there's sin because we're all sinful naturally and we all will battle with it forever. Like it's impossible to do that without the Lord. And that leads us into the verse that I also wanted to mention, which is 1 Timothy 2, 7, that talks about, you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love. If he gives us a spirit of power and love, then we are capable by his spirit to be able to love one another and place healthy healthy boundaries but all while not allowing us to put up like those walls that are unhealthy because it's okay to you know have distance when we need to or assess the situation in a healthy way but we don't want to place boundaries that are you know are not from the lord and we have to really consult with the lord in order to do it in a in a right way and love properly because boundaries we should always have the desire to love love is so important and having that mindset of love. So I did want to read through 1 Corinthians 13. I'm sure you've heard this verse many, many times, but I think it's important to really define love the way the Bible says it and not the way that the world says it because the world will say, oh, love is a feeling. Love is, you know, how you feel when you just connect with someone and, you know, no, like love is defined and God showed us his love by sacrificing his son. And your friendships should literally they should compliment and like go based on what the love is. Yeah. Like at least in our friendship, like we have boundaries. Yeah. And we have healthy boundaries. So easily 
Tatiana ha- could have done something and I could have been like, well, I'm not speaking to her yeah. or I'm just going to like go off on her. Mm-hmm. But because we have boundaries, like we literally have a safe word yeah. for, <laughs> because we have to help, boundaries yeah. to help with our friendship because yeah. we love each other. We, we keep each other accountable. We both know what we struggle with. Yep. And in knowing what we both struggle with, we both not only keep each other accountable, but we both have boundaries in order to not hurt each other's feelings yeah. because we have an abundancy of love. Yeah. I would never want to hurt her feelings and I know she would never want to hurt my yeah. feelings. So we actually have like, I would say like weekly friendship meetings. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Where we like speak about like our boundaries and like yeah. if one of us overstepped our boundary or if one of us may have felt bad about something or if yeah. something was said that offended the other person. And this yeah. is all biblical. Like you don't have to have a conversation with someone and be like, well, you were this and you were that. Like, that is not yeah. the correct way. It has that's to be actually, in love. Yes. And in order for a friendship to be able to have healthy boundaries, you also have to, both of you have to know God. Yeah. And not saying like, oh, well, I have a friend and she doesn't know God. I can't have healthy boundaries with her. You, She may not know God, but you can introduce God to her through those healthy boundaries that you can place. Yeah. You have to be and, firm in that. Yeah. And that's what... She's going to speak for now. Yeah. Well, I wanted to read um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4, the famous verses. Um, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. (laughs) It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong, which is a toughie. (laughs) And it does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices Whenever the truth wins out, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures every circumstance. And, like, you know, what you were saying about we're not supposed to just flee when we are getting hurt in a relationship. Like, because we're going to do things to hurt each other. Like, that's just, we're sinful. We are going to do things that are not right because we're imperfect, you know? But we have the Lord, so he is the center of our relationship. The way he has to be the center of your relationship in marriage and in like a, you know, intimate relationship like that. But it's the same thing in friendships where you have to have that ability to like properly rely on the Lord to speak into your friendship and to speak life in a way that can help you guys both communicate your feelings, but also set healthy boundaries and be like, hey, like this is what's bothering me, you know. And I know it's not easy because not all friends are like that and not all people will receive what you're saying. But we have to have this as a standard, like replace your name into the word love and say am i patient am i kind am i this or that is that friend patient like kind like give them all those standards and we should all be held to this standard even though we're never all gonna perfectly meet it we should all strive to do this and the whole equally like we should be equally yoked in our friendships which i think is a point we didn't even think about but it's really important because although you can speak life over people who may not be you know in relationship with god it's still very important to have equally yoked relationships yeah you know and like we're going based going off that um in a friendship going off being equally yoked you guys should both have uh feel safe enough to be able to say well well this is something that i acknowledge that you've done and bring it up to that person because you never know if god's been convicting your friend for something and you because of your fear you just haven't you haven't said anything mm. so like having those boundaries will allow you to make sure that you can have proper communication with your friend yeah and that will bring you so much closer and you know that what being equally yoked doesn't mean well oh leave all your friends yeah, that no. don't believe in christ or are not like you no. that does not mean that at 
all. And we're going to go touch base on that later on. But, you know, in order to be able to have a friendship, you also must, it's because you love them. And you also must be able to address things that bother you because you love them or address things that are maybe hurting them. Like Mm -hmm. I know personally, not that long ago, I had to sit down with a friend and I was like, telling her from an outsider's view because I love her I was able to be like you know I'm setting this boundary because I love you and but my relationship with the Lord comes first before our friendship that's so good so I had to place a boundary where it's like I can't spend as much time with you because of x y and z but I'm still going to be here for you. You can still call me and we can still talk about the situation. Mm-hmm. I just can't be placed into this situation because it harms me. It harms my faith with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It harms my walk with the Lord. And being able to have those certain types of conversations are extremely crucial. Yeah. Especially, it just goes back to Hebrews 12.1. Because you don't want anybody to weigh that race that you have with the Lord. You want to propel forward with faith. You wanna you want friendships that are just gonna bring you up, and if a friendship is maybe not bringing you up, or maybe your friend might be going through so much and it c- could be overbearing, that just makes you it it kind of brings you a step back and makes it should bring you a step back actually and make you think well is do, have I given these burdens to the Lord? Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? yeah, that's so true because so. you can't carry it and like it's gonna weigh you down if you don't give it to the Lord and if you don't really consult with the lord about that because you know things are heavy like friendships are heavy sometimes like sometimes people are going through stuff like you said and like we don't say this to say like obviously there's amazingly healthy friendships which are all great but like there's a lot of unhealthy ones too that you aren't just maybe you are called to leave them and maybe you are we're not saying stay in an abusive relationship you know at all never stayed in any abusive in any abuse actually jesus would address it in a very respectful and loving way. Mm. Like when the Pharisees were... Attacking him, right? Attacking him. They were trying to make a mock mockery and a fool of him. Mm. And, you know, he responded in such a respectful and yeah. loving yeah. way. Which is what we need to learn to do. Yeah. Because I feel like when you get hurt in a relationship, your instant thing, and like, this was me too. Like, I have done this before in the past, before I truly understood, like... That love is patient and love does not keep a record of wrongs. So that means that even if that person hurts you, don't take it so personally sometimes. People go through stuff. Like we have to be patient with one another, especially if they're an unbeliever. But I think the most important key thing is that we should either pray or seek out, well, both actually, pray and seek for friendships that are godly so that that way you're being poured into so that you could properly pour out out into the people who who don't have that aren't with god you know like we have to be able to do that because if we don't do that then how are we going to make more disciples you know but i think that especially early on in your walk with god you have to be very careful who you hang around you may not have to cut people off like i don't know you have to consult with the lord and pray like god what do you want me to do also he if he is calling you to cut someone off like he will take that person out of your life if you don't do it yeah because god has done that to me yeah (laughs) and if you don't want it to be like if you're like if god's like telling you like like if you don't hear his voice because maybe you're a new believer and you can't distinguish the word of god or the voice of god with with your own voice in your mind well god will remove them in such a way that you're like well that's my friendship there it went yep you don't have a choice yeah 
or like people would just automatically start distancing themselves that's yes. something that happened to me as well like once i began my walk with christ a lot of my friends thought like this girl she's just going through a phase <laughs> yes and they were like it's just the godly girl phase like everybody goes through it yeah. they're like just wait until it's over but then when people well not people but when my my fake friends i i'm gonna say fake friends yeah but when real. my fake friends decided to like acknowledge that like this is real like this is an actual change i lost so many friends remember that the road to the lord the walk with god is a narrow road you're gonna lose friendships you're gonna have people that surround you that don't agree with you you're gonna have people that maybe once they got along with you but now because you're walking with the lord and you believe in the word of god and you're preaching the word of god and you're praying they might not like you they might not want to be around you they might say hurtful things and it's through those hurtful things and through healthy boundaries that you can place yeah. that you can show them the real love of God and yeah. they can truly see that you have changed. They can truly see that the Lord has transformed you because we can want to change, but if it doesn't come from the Lord, we're not going to change. It's impossible, dude. Like, you can change for a week and then you're just going to fall back into things. But when it's from God, it, yeah. it's just, it's miraculously. It, it miraculously is. happens. And 100%. you just he just transforms you. Yeah. Um, well, which, I think... Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just going to say that something that came, came to mind, which is kind of random. But I remember in college, I was trying to give up something for Lent because I grew up Catholic. And I would swear all the time. Like, I was a potty mouth. Like, I would literally... Every word was a cuss word. And I was trying to give it up for a week. I could not do it. Like, I couldn't even give up swearing. And then when I became a Christian and I just started, you know, walking with the Lord and just reading my Bible, I wasn't trying to give up cussing now. But then I stopped cussing because I didn't want to anymore. And it's so crazy how, like... You can't force it. Like, when you're just talking to Jesus, like, he will just strip these weights off of you. Like, his burden is light. Like, he takes it off of you, and you're just light, and it's so easy. But when you try to do it in your own strength, it's impossible. Like, it is impossible, Mm -hmm. truly. It really is. So I love that you said that, because... A lot of the times we try to do it in our own strength. Yeah, and that's actually where we're setting ourselves up for failure. Yeah. Because we're going to fail. And even even when you are relying on the Lord, we are still going to fail. We're going to fail ourselves because it's hard. But it's not hard when you have a great friendship. And it's not hard when you have healthy boundaries within your friendships. Yeah. Like, at least for me, I constantly prayed for a friend. I prayed for the Lord to place healthy friendships in my life. Mm-hmm. And... I am so overjoyed with the friends that the Lord have given me. Like, not only are they serving women, godly women, God's provided friendships that, like, match all areas of me. So, Mm -hmm. like, Tatiana and I are, like, literally, like, she matches my energy next level (laughs) because she's, like, the photocopy of me. Literally, we're, like, we're on the same energy. Yes, always. (laughs) But, which... If you know, like, if you're dating a person with the same characteristic, we're saying dating, but if you were to date a person that has the same temper, same characteristics, same everything, you're bound to clash. Mm -hmm. And by all means, being a godly woman or having a godly friendship or having a healthy friendship or healthy boundaries does not mean that you won't clash. Yeah. And it does not mean that you won't get hurt. And it does not mean that there won't be moments of conflict because that Mm. is impossible. Impossible. And healthy friendships have conflicts. Healthy friendships have meetings. Healthy friendships address things. And the love that you have for a friend, you're going to get into uncomfortable conversations. Like, they're going to happen. They're bound to happen. Mm -hmm. We had, like, 
I guess in a way we've had a couple uncomfortable conversations yeah. where it's like maybe like one of us will get like a little bit attitude but then we acknowledge it and we're like no yeah. and we keep each other accountable because of that love and because mm-hmm. we have boundaries yeah like we're just straight up like yeah. I know that placing boundaries are extremely uncomfortable at times especially like I'm an extrovert and I think probably for me, it's probably easier than most because I grew up in a home where, like, we were just saying everything and, like, everything to each other and probably had zero boundaries in that way because we weren't being respectful. <laughs> but I think that it is – it's hard, you know. And for me, probably it's easier than most, but it's still really crucial and will help your relationships too because sometimes you make this idea of, like, oh, they're going to react poorly. Oh, they're going to be mad at me. Like, first of all, don't fear man. Second of all, like – you have to step, take that step of faith in order to have a healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. But speaking of healthy boundaries, like we also don't want to isolate ourselves. And, you know, there's a verse that talks about like not like giving up meeting with one another. We have to encourage one another and not isolate ourselves because there's like a visual that we also wanted to bring up. Yeah. Which was um, we want to be able to have healthy boundaries. Right. But the opposites, the two opposites of the of the oh my gosh, I can't speak, of those is not having any walls to the point where you have zero boundaries and you're just, it's a mess, it's chaos. Versus also there are so many walls that you can't even get in. Like there's no way into your life. You have to let people speak into your life in order to have relationships because Mm -hmm. then you're just isolating yourself and then you think you're wise in everything that you do and and it's it's, it's it's selfish. Yeah, you yeah. think you're you're correct. And it's prideful. It and is. It's also like pride kills. Yep. yep. So if you're pride not, comes before the fall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and this leads us into the next Bible verse, which is Proverbs twenty five twenty eight, and it states, "A person without self control is like a city with with broken down walls." So this leads since this basically touches base on what you were saying. There's many of us who might have zero walls which means that you just allow anybody and everyone you call everybody your friend Mm -hmm. and you take everybody's word for for like for a hundred percent granted i believe like you believe what they say you go by what they say but then you don't acknowledge like what does god say about Mm -hmm. this what does what should i be doing about this what what does god want me to do about this situation and then it goes into no walls having absolutely no with walls I'm yeah, sorry. yeah with walls. a person with a bunch of walls that they've created that they have completely isolated themselves and they're like well um i can't let this person in because boundaries my boundaries i have boundaries this person can't speak about this this person can't say this to me yeah. um i can't allow this church person to pray for me about this because that's my business like that's what fake boundaries or unhealthy boundaries would sound like mm-hmm. and that's those, what the enemy wants yeah he, the enemy wants to isolate you because mm-hmm. that's the best way to make you go lead to death, basically. Yeah, yeah. He wants to isolate you because then you hear no wise counsel. You have no people encouraging you. Mm-hmm. Like it literally talks about in the Bible about how having a friend to pick you up is better than, you know, having no one. Like you need to have people to pick you up when you're down. You need friendships. You need to build intimate friendships that are close and not just surface level because it's very easy to have surface level people in your life. Yeah. But if you don't speak about hard things like we were talking about, it's impossible to get deep and connected with one another and, you know, truly love on one another, encourage one another, and, like, truly just be the body of Christ like we're supposed to. Yeah. And, I, again, I know, I want to emphasize that I know a lot of our relationships, they're tough, you know, especially if God, if you haven't, if you're new to faith and you don't have that many, 
you know, believers in your life. Like, you're going to have tough relationships. Maybe these people don't even know Jesus. Maybe these people, like, get annoyed when you talk about Jesus, you know? But that doesn't mean we're just supposed to leave them either because we have to bring the light into their lives and speak light in their lives, you know? And I think also if you haven't found your core group of friends that can really, like, feed you spiritually in that way, then you need to be in your word extra because sometimes it does take a season for God to put those people in your life because that, you know, we have seasons of isolation at times where we are kind of alone, Yeah, you know? And the Lord will isolate you before he elevates you, literally. He will make sure that you are completely by by yourself but when you're by yourself when he has you in the isolation it's because he needs to speak to you yeah because he's transforming you because there's a process going on in those moments and in that moment don't feel alone because you're not alone yeah but you should really just pray and i feel like people don't understand like the power of prayer the lord will speak to you through prayer it's through prayer that we're supposed to be meditating on the word of god it's through prayer that walls fall down the walls of jericho for example it was through prayer and through marching and believing and it was by the faith of by the the people people. and obedience and obedience exactly like they thought that like if if it wasn't by faith like or obedience they'd be marching and marching and marching nothing would happen yeah but they were marching and marching and they kept marching until the lord said march seven times and the seventh time those walls came down Mm -hmm. so the same way that you may have walls built down built up God will tear those walls down if you just allow him in. Now, if you have walls up because of boundaries and you don't allow people in, that also means that you probably are not allowing the Holy Spirit or the God Mm. to come into your heart. And that's even more concerning because you're probably sitting in a seat, not even receiving or getting touched by the word of God because of your boundaries. Come on. No, that's a word. I didn't even think about it like that. That's so true because, you know, there's a lot of people who will... It's different when the Lord places you in isolation and there's a difference when you put yourself there. And now you've Mm -hmm. built these walls, like you said, and you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to talk to you. No, because you you don't want people, you don't want You're being prideful. Exactly. And like you said, pride is, comes right before the fall. So like, if you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to go into your heart, into your mind and break down these walls, how are you expecting for breakthrough if you yourself are holding yourself back? You yourself are holding, are placing these weights upon yourself and holding yourself back from the race that the Lord has placed in front of you. Mm -hmm. And remember, like, the race is also your own race. Don't look at anyone else's race. That's a boundary you have to place upon yourself. Like, there's many times that, like, there's boundaries and a season for everything. Mm -hmm. There's boundaries for yourself. There's boundaries for friendships, which are so important. And then there's boundaries for families. Because remember that the things that surround you are the things that may impact you, are the things that you're listening to, which leads us into our next Bible verse. Yeah, but before, honestly, something that just came to mind is your environment. Like, think about a yeah. seed that you plant in, in soil, right? Like, if it's not raining or if it's not getting the proper sunlight, the food that it needs, it's going to die. It is not going to flourish. Mm-hmm. But if you have people watering you and pouring into you and really just feeding you spiritually, then you're going to be able to flourish and grow and bear fruit. But you yes. need the Lord and you need the body of Christ in order to do that because you cannot do it alone (laughs) well the body of christ is actually what will help keep you accountable so they'll shine the light on the areas that you need help in yeah because sometimes like 
as a person, as a person that was extremely prideful, yeah. I always, I hated when a person would call me out on something. Yeah. Like, we actually had a conversation, and she, like, I remember a conversation, you were like, hon, you're doing this wrong, and I remember I was like, immediately, I got mm-hmm. like, super defensive, but then, because the Lord lives within me, I'm like, yeah, I have to acknowledge and take accountability. Yeah. So, don't place those walls up once those walls have become, or are starting to get torn down, don't place them back up. Yeah. Because it's in that moment that the Lord's going to start convicting you and he's going to start working in your heart. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something that we have to start to do. Like, mm-hmm. not just like, I feel like everybody, because we might yeah. do it in other areas. This mm-hmm. just because we're doing this podcast does not mean we're perfect. No, not at all. No. But that's why we need community. Yeah. Community since day one in Genesis, the book of Genesis, God created Eve for Adam because he couldn't be alone. He shouldn't be alone. Yeah. So it's not he, good. It's not good to be alone. No. This society and this culture has made this belief of like, well, you need to be alone because I like to no. Be independent. No. It's a whole independent culture. Like God forbid you have family. God forbid you have people to depend on. <laughs> you can also be an de- independent person. Yeah. I'm an independent person, yes. but I still have dependency from my friendships, from my girls, from yes. like I have a, an amazing friend named Beatrice. Yes. I call her and I'm and she's like she calls me too and like we have these conversations that build us up in the Lord. Yep. And like they help us because for example, she might not know something um or not feel convicted about something, but the word of God says otherwise and we help each other. Like yeah. I know I said something not that long ago. I forgot what I said. And she was like, "No, love, that's not of God." And I was mm. like, "Oh my gosh." I I just yes. completely it like went right through right above my mind. Yeah. And like that's why we need friendships to help yeah. us with accountability, to build us up. And like in order to have a friendship though, you must have a healthy boundary. You also must have healthy friendships. Mm. And if you want to maintain certain friendships that are not um where Jesus is not the center of of the friendship you have to have at least a group of friends that will constantly pour into you so you are not spread thin in that friendship or feel worn out or feel weary yeah and Um, you can be accountable because if you have so many like if if the opposite happened if you have a bunch of worldly friends and then you have one christian friend what do you think you're gonna do you're walking in the council of the wicked you're gonna do what your your friends are doing like naturally like you're gonna want to hang out with them so if they're at that club if they're out drinking you're gonna want to do the same thing so once you put those boundaries of like hey guys i'm not doing that anymore they'll probably fall off but if they're real friends they'll stick with you because you know we all have those too like i have had friends who once i became a christian once i became a mom they fell off real quick and i was like okay like you see who your real friends are when you when you put a boundary too yeah. when you put a boundary because like if we had these conversations and she wasn't able to take it there's going to be a, there's going to be a separation there like there isn't going to be a proper like friendship that is healthy you know and it's really hard to be intimately friends with someone who doesn't allow that but because she yeah. was so graceful and has the holy spirit thank you jesus <laughs> and she's able to like receive what i'm saying and i'm able to receive what she's saying because we're both imperfect beings yeah. you know god is merciful so why can't we be merciful yeah and that leads me into um 2 timothy 224 wait let me see where it is okay yeah oh this is good okay. oh this is so good i'm so happy it's in this version <laughs> Okay, 2 Timothy 2.24. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. 
Oh, that's a word. That is for, such a word. That is a word for someone. Because the spirit of offense, uh, if you're offended yes. all the time, repent. <laughs> yes. Because I have been that person too. So have I. That's why we get along so well. Yes. Like, I would get offended from the minimal thing yes. ever. I will never forget. Somebody said something about my hair. They said, oh, your hair would look nicer, um, look, looks nice straight. I got so offended at something <laughs> so little and minute. Yes. And I was like, I am never speaking to her ever And you again. put a wall up. And then Unhealthy you, boundary. Yeah. And that is a perfect example of placing a wall where there sometimes we place unnecessary walls. Yes. Like, and you shouldn't be offended for some, something like that. Or somebody told me before, oh, you tend to have like an attitude when you speak. And I was like, oh, so she has an issue with my attitude. Like, I was like going off. I was like, I was like, I'm never speaking to yes. that person. And then I, I come to realize now that I'm in Christ. Thank you, Lord. I'm like, wow. Like, wow, I could have, like, had so many other friends. Yeah. If maybe I just didn't get offended so often. Yeah. Like, it's an attack on the body of Christ. Yes. Too, because especially in the body of Christ, if Satan can break up those godly friendships, like, he can stop you off that path. You know, obviously God is sovereign, so his plan will come to be fulfilled, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, he can delay that, you know, and just mess up everything. If you allow that offense to enter your heart, that resentment, and if you lead with that in creating boundaries. Because if you yeah. lead with resentment, you're not creating boundaries in love. You're creating boundaries boundaries in selfishness. Yes. And that is not what the Lord Ooh. calls us to do. And you know what? Also, read The Bait of Satan, because that book convicted the heck out of me. Because that book really touches on offensiveness and how the body of Christ, like, we need to stop being offended, like, Honestly, like we could, we have to be so humble because offense is rooted in pride and truly just rooted in like, okay, what is going to make me feel good? Like, oh, that person said that, that doesn't make me feel good. Like I'm going to cut them off. Like, no, sit down, relax. Like, who are you? Because God yes. died on the cross. Like, look at the cross because he died for your sins too. So you got to yeah. chill, which I say that to myself all the time. <laughs> I be getting heated. I'm like, what you say? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm talking about. Yes. We and both like, again. Like, yes, that. we honestly, we, and what you said um, the Lord will use offense to delay a message or delay a friendship. Yep. That almost happened to us if yeah. we didn't play healthy boundaries. Yeah. We, I remember like probably a month ago, our first conversation, probably like know. a month ago, me and her had to, me and Tatiana, not me and her, me and Tatiana had to literally sit down and we had to sit down and talk about the things that bothered both of us. Yeah. Like, and we had to like address them because I, I remember I came and I was like, I'm feeling like this and immediately instead of feeling offended which she could have easily done she went and she was like she addressed what she did and she addressed my feelings she was like i'm sorry for making you feel this way i'm sorry for hurting your feelings if i did that was not my intention and then we went into like what i've done because it goes a two-way street it's yeah. like we you give and i give you're both placing your things at the table yeah and the same way and humility when, yeah humility is extremely important yeah. being humble and being having being humble with each other as friends and being caring about what each one is going through yeah. we have completely different lifestyles mm -hmm. we are we are very similar in personality mm -hmm. in our testimony in our friendship in our, in our family dynamic but in other places we are completely different yeah. and we both have to acknowledge like those differences and care about those differences for us yep. it's most time like it's time yeah like we're very busy people. <laughs> we're extremely busy people, but yeah. we both place boundaries. For example, yeah. one of our boundaries that we place is where I try to make sure that I stick to our schedule, yeah. which is something that's hard for me, but it helps me keep accountable. This is a perfect example of a perfect 
healthy friendship. She's helping me not only keep accountable to being on time to the times we set, but it's also a boundary that she set so that I'm respectful to the fact that she has a family to tend to. Because sometimes we are very self-centered and that kind of helps me acknowledge like I can't just think about what I need to do. I have to think about my friend's needs as well. And that also that also leads to like, are you tending to others? Are you also serving your friends? It's not always that you're going to be receiving. Sometimes you're going to be on the other side of the stick that you're you're giving. You are the one serving your friends. How do you serve your friends? You serve your friends by being there for them. Mm-hmm. You serve your friends by having uncomfortable conversations. You serve your friends by answering those phone calls when you're busy. When you're <laughs> you tired, don't want to. When you don't want to. Trust me, I have been there. Yes. I love her, but I worked a lot. Yes. And like... Sometimes I'm like, oh no, I'm going to answer. And then I answer. And you know what? I can be tired, but it's such a great friendship that in my tiredness, it actually lifts me up. It makes me feel better. That's how I feel. Because sometimes I'm exhausted and I'm like... (sighs) oh, I don't feel like talking right now. Like, I'm tired. And then, like, we talk and, like, I feel, like, light. You know? Yes. Like, we really encourage each other and bring life to each other. And that's what a friendship is supposed to yeah. be. Yeah. Like, this does not mean our friendship is perfect. I'm just no. making that yeah. shirt. Yeah, like, yeah, We're imperfect, people. We're so imperfect. Like, <laughs> yes. so imperfect. And we will forever be imperfect until Jesus comes back. Which... But this also leads to, like, Romans twelve eighteen. It says It states, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peacefully with all. Mm-hmm. How can you live peacefully with all if all you do is get offended and make walls or all you do is yeah. allow everybody to speak into your life? Like, you can't live peacefully with all because if you're allowing everybody to speak into your life and have a say in your life, then you have no walls and mm-hmm. you have no boundaries and you take everybody's word mm. and it affects you. Yeah. For The Bible states, for the tongue has the power of life and death. So mm-hmm. are those people speaking life into you? Like, those are things that we have to question ourselves. Yep. And you're not living in peace because you have too many voices. You're mm-hmm. too distracted and you're not hearing the voice of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then that also leads to people with walls. How are you leaving peacefully if you're not even sure if you're walking in the correct paths of the Lord? Mm-hmm. How are you leaving peacefully if you're not allowing the Lord to work in you? Yeah. And if you have all these walls up or quote-unquote boundaries that are actually not healthy. Yeah. So, like, this this is what we're going to leave off with. Yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to touch on one more thing. Like, just leave you guys with this. It's so easy, like to not be offended and forgive one another and forgive someone's mess when you remember to always remember the cross. Like, God forgave your mess. So who are we to be so resentful, like the Bible verse said, and putting up these unhealthy boundaries and just living in such a way that does not please the Lord. He wants unity. He wants us to, like, live and treat each other with kindness and love and not be so harsh with one another, yeah. you know? And God's going to judge us for the things that we do here one one day, you know? Like, we will be put in front of the Lord. And we want to be good stewards of our friendships and of our relationships in our life. Like, we're so blessed to have people to talk to. And if yeah. you don't have that, like, pray and ask God. Because I did not have godly friendship prior to this and all, all these other amazing friends that God has put in my life. But I prayed and I asked. And I put myself out there. Because you will not make a friend 
if you never leave the house <laughs> like how is god gonna he is not gonna come and drop a friend to you in your house like that is it does not work like that you have to go out and in faith and be like okay lord i'm here at this youth group you and i don't even go, know anyone you have to go knock at doors and see which one is open because the door might be open and it's yeah. just waiting for you to go right through it yes but like, you won't know that unless unless you knock at girl the get door. up <laughs> get up like get yes. up and go walk walk by the spirit and walk by faith even though you don't see any friends like god is about to give you some friends you know like he is gonna place people in your life that will build you up if you just seek and ask him all you have to do is ask why would he give you like that verse that says like us as sinful you know fathers and mothers like why would we give our child something that he's um asking for if it's not exactly what he's asking for like god is if we're gonna ask for a friend that is a godly friend like he's gonna give it to us in his timing but he will give it to us because he, he wants he also, us for, he also wants gives an abundance yes I asked, I asked for one friend guys like, you got me, multiple give me one friend yes <laughs> because so for me i'm my social battery ends very fast yeah but i'm like lord give me one friend because one friend i can i can handle one friend yeah but the lord was like okay you're asking for friends here's a handful of friends yeah and now it's like i have my girls but i'm like yeah. girls like let's go read our bible like yes. it's just so that is so good it's so amazing when you can just you have friends that believe in the same thing as you mm-hmm. are walking in the same path as you and are there to lift you up and probably are experiencing the same struggles as as you mm-hmm. like me and my other friend beatrice we are constantly lifting each other up she starts to fall down the Lord helps me bring her up. I start to fall down. She sends me an encouraging Bible verse. And yep. that's how it is. And even like my friendship with Tatiana, the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe Tatiana's not there in one moment, but God has ta- Beatrice. Beatrice. Yep. And maybe she's not there in one moment, but God placed Stephanie. But she's not there in one moment. Like God just has placed people in my life in such an ordained way. Yeah. It's so organized. It's so amazing. Yep. And it's just so perfect. Like, his yeah. his gifts are perfect. Yes. And it's like, this is just encouragement for you. Just go out. Don't go out to, like, a club. <laughs> go out yeah. to a youth ministry. Go out yeah. to your young adults. Go yeah. out to, like, um, conferences. There's mm-hmm. so many conferences that you guys can go and reach out to. Go to women's ministries. Like, yeah. get, like, even if maybe you don't have young friends right now but the elders the women elders at our churches they're the so wise they're yeah. so wise they can speak and help you in any situation because they've they've been there yep. they understand they so, have like, so much wisdom to pour out if you're yeah. just if you just are humbly listening like just humble yourself honestly the best way to find a friend is be humble yeah like be humble like jesus like you and know be open yeah be open to receive even if you don't like get each other completely like yeah. just just go with it and like especially if they're christian like you can really find common ground of being a christian you know and like god will work and use and he will pluck people out again if they're not meant to be in your life or whatever and sometimes you may have to put those boundaries but just do and also be the friend that you want to have because if you want a bunch of healthy friends then examine yourself are you being the healthy person that you want in your life yeah. you know be that best be that good friend to your other friends too yeah but I think that's, that's everything. That was kind of chaotic and a mess. So <laughs> sorry if we touched on a bunch of different things. But when we're led by the Spirit, it yeah. just happens. But we know that this message is specifically for somebody. Yeah. And hopefully you enjoyed it. Yes. <laughs> you guys enjoyed. Yes. Thank you so much for Thank being you. with us. Thank you so much. And God bless you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>